podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. The Unholy Trinity Podcast. Three blues. Three opinions. One Everton Podcast. Welcome to episode 25 of the Unholy Trinity Podcast. For this week, we're going to look back at a much-needed win against West Ham United. Back and so is Richarlison. Sigurdsson. Sigurdsson, he's got it on his right foot. And that finishes it brilliantly. We're going to be discussing the impact of fan expectation. The fans and that feeling on a Saturday. When, um, you know, you come out here and we're all in the stadium wanting the Blues to win. It's a tremendous, um, tremendous, a lot of power there. And we're going to look ahead to our trip to Brighton next weekend. Grace with the delivery. And before we, we jump into all of that, I'm delighted to say and delighted to welcome a famous Everton face onto the show. He's shaking his head. He's shaking his head here and covering and covering his face. But I'd like to welcome Baz from Toffee TV onto this week's podcast. Baz, thanks for coming down, mate. Cheers. I, I want to just knock that right back to you because that's yeah. The stories you've just been telling us about what happens in the Bullens Road. Yeah, that's just that's just it could happen anywhere. It's just couldn't it? Anybody or anything. Don't cover your face, mate. You, we've been speaking to your agents trying to get on the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Fees have been going. Oh, it's like that, is it? Right, like, okay. Fair enough. Thanks very much. Oh, you're joking. That was right. <laughs> Great It's nice for you to come down on there after a positive result against uh, against West Ham yesterday. Yeah, I'd had my um, my message ready to say that I was unavailable. It'd be the last you know, <laughs> yeah. I was going to be fired. Now, uh, listen, it's it's been a while, hasn't it? I was just saying off air before. It's only the second Saturday we've won a game on since March. Ironically, since we beat West Ham. Um, and the game was very similar to that one that day at the London Stadium. We absolutely battered them that day as well. And and again that day, the, the disappointing thing was we didn't win by more. And, and that was the feeling coming off the ground yesterday. That if there was any disappointment, it was that it was only 2 0. Yeah, it should have been a lot more emphatic, shouldn't it? I mean, I think 5 or 6 0 wouldn't have flattered us, I think, in that game at all. Uh, and you are right, it was a very, very similar game on it to the one in the one in London, where Gomez again, and we'll touch on players in a sec. Just ran the midfield, didn't he? Yeah. Just absolutely ran it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it would have been good to have got a sort of headline result like that, just to sort of not shut a few people up, but you know what I mean? Just kind of like go, look, you know, we're not as bad a side as everyone makes us out to be. Do you know what I mean? But just say that when it's going, from, from my side, it, that win there shuts a few people up. What, just because of the way, yeah. Because yeah. The, way we, the way we played, you know, Marco Silva's coming for a lot of stick and, and you know, listen, we're, we're obviously supporters of him, but he's not immune to criticism and he deserves criticism from uh, for certain things, but he made changes yesterday, some enforced, mm-hmm. some some way, but he made changes that a lot of people have said he should have made it maybe a little while ago. And from that first minute of the game yesterday, we were on the front foot, weren't we? And the players that he brought in, Sadibi, good very good game. Tom Davis, yeah. fantastic. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Um Awobi coming into 10, very good. Bernard was back on the side. You know, Walcott had a very good game. It was, all in all, it was it was great to see us go out and attack the game from the first minute. 
it was a performance that was long overdue for us, wasn't it? But I was quite surprised by how good we were. Mm. And I think it was the intensity. I had no idea where that had come, that, that had come from because the past couple of games have not been good enough. We've been a bit slow. We struggle with our transition in midfield. And all of a sudden, we've come out against West Ham, out the blocks. They couldn't string two or three passes together. Yeah, we flew at them, didn't we? We absolutely flew. I mean, if there's ever... I think I'd text you boys and I'd say, if there's ever a statement there that they're playing for the manager, I mean... That was it, wasn't it? Because you know there was nothing, nothing like the end of Cumin's reign, the end of Martinez's reign. Where it was absolutely dying, wasn't it? They were clearly up for that game, weren't they? So, yeah, whatever, whatever they'd done this week, they were, it, you know, it was a high pressure game, and the manager himself said, didn't he? It was a must win game. I personally, I, I don't think he'd have been the Everton manager today. I'd be lost. I think mm-hmm. five defeats on the run would have been six and seven in the Premier League. I think you can get away with that year one. I think if it continues into year two, I, I don't think he'd have, he'd have survived. And that, that's how much was on it. And the players came out and from the first whistle, he rightly said, we were all over and the intensity was there. We, we pushed them back. We pressed high. And I think everyone was given the boost by the team, to be honest, by seeing, OK, I'll be lying if if we looked and went Walcott, really. <laughs> yeah. But Theo was fantastic as well. You know, compared to how he's played lately, he was, he was excellent. And I think... The biggest thing for me, and, and in some respects, had we have won five 0 it would have been great. But I think the way we won it, and with Sigurdsson scoring that late on, the noise in the stadium and everyone, I think sometimes when you grind out to win the way we did, and you have that moment where Sigurdsson smashes in the top corner. Yeah. In some respects, unites the I think unites the fans and the players together. Of like we've had to work for that, and we've got it. You know, sometimes. If we'd have beat West Ham 6-0, people might have come on and gone, they never turned up, they were crap, they were this, they were that. But yeah, yeah. I think when you have to battle and, and get a result the way we did, because you know, we, we missed enough chances, didn't we? That Sometimes that gives you an extra boost of confidence. Look, a word we've used in the last two episodes in terms of what's been lacking was tempo. Mm. And from the first minute to the last, it was just relentless, wasn't it? West Ham never got a foothold at any point. Um, and I've no idea how we sustained it, but I was so impressed. I think I think the concern the concern was obviously the longer it went at one 0 the more that I thought most definitely we were going to throw it away. We saw the that that chance didn't we? Which one shouldn't have been a corner. Yeah, it was a shocking decision. Well, well, yeah. well, you know we will touch on on VAR and the referee in a, in a minute, no doubt. But it wasn't a corner. We know that's our Achilles heel this season. We've been poor at set pieces. It, it comes in free header, wasn't it? Uh, that was their only corner, wasn't it? Was that their that's second, second, that, second that, that corner. first corner in the map, so wasn't it? That was yeah. yeah. And, and obviously, Pickers made it a good save after a little little nick off of Mina as well. He's adjusted himself, same mm-hmm. thing. And we we've, we've got away with it. Uh, but you did think because I mean, we with the bar twice, wasn't it? Uh, Walcott with a fantastic effort in the second half. The one that they put in their own goal, which is hit the keeper on the head, and if the bar going to go for a corner. He's just, you know, what when we go through one on one after the great yeah. ball. The Charles at the post. Was, yeah, yeah, Charles at the post first half. He just thought it's not going to be our day. But we, we had 19 shots, seven target yesterday. Mm. You know, we gave up possession almost. It was 51 49 in terms of percentage yeah. of possession. We've been doing 60 40 all season yeah, yeah. getting getting nowhere. So mm. we've almost gone, well, yeah, have more of the ball. But we had that intensity off the ball, which I think was probably key to, to win that game. Yesterday. Well, that's what I was going to try and caveat with, really. Is it's kind of like, we beat Wolves who obviously came on to us this season West Ham clearly yeah. were up for it and wanted to come on to us where we've struggled this season is against the so-called let's just sit off you give yeah. you the ball 
know what I mean? That's where we've struggled. And Brighton will probably be the same next week, won't it? I can imagine there's probably having a bit more of the ball then as well. I don't know what you think. Well, they've, they have changed slightly. Brighton, yeah. very important. They are more offensive. They will. I actually, I think they are more open this year. I think last year under Hughton, they'd yeah. have been that yeah, yeah. they played yeah. the low block, Duffy and Dunk, and we'd have, we'd have huffed and puffed like we did, we did down there. Well, we have done down there yeah. the last two years. Yeah. You know, we haven't won down there yet, have we? We drew and neither the Wayne Rooney penalty and Cuban was in the last minute to get a draw and last year was one of the most horrific games of football I've ever yeah, seen. It was, yeah. was won by a mistake, wasn't it? Um, I think it was Andoni or yeah, the other yeah. kid, Lacardi, whoever it was, got the winner. So, I think they, they're playing a little bit more expansive football this year under Graham Potter, so I think that it'll be a bit more of an open game, which I think suits Everton, but going back to what the stakes said before, um, <laughs> <laughs> if the, intent, the the tempo and everything was there because the midfield was different. Yeah. We had legs in the midfield and you know Morgan Schneider will come in and, and he'll do a job and he'll get 93% pass completion mm. and and everything, but it's everything side to side, nothing going forward. We've had Delphi likes to be the quarterback hitting angled balls, which is great if he's on his own, mm-hmm. if he's sitting, but yeah. alongside uh, Snyderland doesn't really work. It's great, it keeps him inside the pitch as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do, they hold yeah, I mean, They literally just sit next If you to look other. at yeah, the, yeah. the map, the player position map, yeah, yeah, those two are next to each other yeah. in our half, mm-hmm. which, which you don't want, and I haven't had a, a doing it tonight I haven't had a chance to look at all the heat maps maybe even yeah. yesterday but I, I'm guessing off the top of my head we'll be much higher up just from memory yeah. we were higher up the pitch anyway so I think if you've got that fluidity and we had a Wobie who was you're saying he was in the tent and he was but so many times we went into an actual three yeah. we were in a line so yeah, it was yeah. we played a little bit more of a 4-3-3 yesterday which ironically we've all been back yeah. on, I'm guessing you'll have yeah, to be saying, yeah, saying yeah, it yeah. up we're all yeah. banging on to play that so Putting all that things together, and you said West Ham couldn't string anything together because they haven't planned for that. They planned for Sigurdsson and Snydlin and side to side passion. Yeah, Rice was running around and Noble as if to say, you know, Noble had this full Brexit undies on. He didn't know. <laughs> and Rice, Rice was that. You know, you've seen the clip of him when he's on Aldi and he wakes up screaming. Yeah. I'm sure he done that. You know, in the middle of the night looking at Gomez's beautiful face. Well, well, Alonso Gomez, we've um, we've said for, for so long that out. How good a player he actually is, and mm. we've massively, massively missed him the mm. last few weeks. And you watch him yesterday, and he's just a roller through, isn't he? And he had a player alongside him in Son Davis, who I thought was absolutely fantastic as well. But but Anze Gomez for me, he's massively missed when he's not in there. And for me, he's one of the first names on my team sheet. Uh, but like you said, the legs were at the midfield with Davis alongside him. Davis was, was neat and tidy all game, I thought. Little one touch passes quick. And we said off air, didn't we? It was put on the front foot straight away, nice, yeah, nice early yeah. and quick. Yeah. And the change that Silver made, he's got to be applauded for. As he's, he's got to, mm. he, whether I mean, I'm not saying he's sitting there looking at Everton fan Twitter going, "Oh yeah, so and so, yeah, I better do that." <laughs> but you know, he's maybe dropped his stubbornness potentially because we, we, he's been seen a little bit too stubborn. He's played a different way. He shocked West Ham. We've gone out there, and I we played the best football we played all season. Yeah, totally agree with that. I think what shocked most of us, I think, yeah, there were some enforced changes, but, you know, even Richarlison, no one called Richarlison playing through the middle, did No one will have called that. I mean, I know Calvert-Lewin's scored a few goals recently, but I think Richarlison up there caused all kinds of problems, didn't he? Mm. He literally had him literally all over the show in that game. He must have fouled him. Pardon him? Oh, his work rate was unreal, but he he just, he just, he he gave that lad an absolute nightmare, didn't he? And he he was unlucky not to get a goal, really. 
But his, his energy, I mean, it's someone like Keane watching that, going, look, if we're going to play on your own up front, that's the kind of performance you want, isn't it? Yeah. You know what I mean? All action, pace, trickery, unlucky not to score, great movement there from a ball from a Wobie. Mm. I'm glad you mentioned a Wobie Baz there, because I think, I know Pete, you texted at half time, didn't you, saying that you, you were sort of impressed, but unimpressed with certain things with him. But I thought he was always looking to get on it. If you look at the clips of him, he's always on the half turn, isn't he? Yeah. Every single time. He's either looking to lay it off or looking to drive with it, isn't he? And look, and that to Sigurdsson is like chalk and cheese, isn't it? It makes us a completely different side, just that that one player almost. I, yeah. I did say to the bloke next to me at the match, Alex Iwobi plays like he's waiting to come in for his tea. <laughs> <laughs> Expand on that one, Pete. Well, what, under mile an hour, you mean? Like, I'm trying not to put a, introduce a negative, but I think the thing for me that I struggled with a bit at half-time is I didn't like his attitude when he lost the ball. I, I don't get this, throwing his hands up in the air and throwing himself on the floor when he gives it away or something doesn't come off. I want to see him pull himself back up and press and try and win it back or get back into a defensive shape. So I think that's something he needs to work on a little bit. And you could maybe argue it's a bit, a little bit naive, a little bit juvenile. Um, and I think his final quality can be better sometimes. Should have scored. Yeah, should have scored. But I think he, he just gave us a different dimension mm. for me. It wasn't just the, you know, obviously he got on it and he was, it's, it's his way to pass as well. Mm. You know what I mean? That ball in for a Charleston. Yeah, look, it's not the most, world's most difficult ball, but the fact he didn't have to move, did he? He was on a plate for him, wasn't it? Yeah. And he was unlucky not to bag for him. I think, I think, he looked, I think as the game went on, he looked a little bit leggy, but he, 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 he's, he's been in Singapore, hasn't he? Yeah, exactly. take that, take yeah. that on board as well. He's, he's, he's had a long way, he's come back. But, you know, he's come in as that so-called number 10 he's displaced at what we thought was an unsoffable Sigurdsson because it was always seen that we, we had to play Sigurdsson because mm. he, you know, we, we bought him for over 40 million quid. Well, and his goals last season. Of course, yeah. yeah. It was almost as if Silver is probably frightened to stop him because of the fact he's got a goal in him. Mm. But then Sigurdsson comes on and I've watched that goal back about 300 times now. <laughs> yeah. And it gets better every single time. The way Jack goes, yeah, just slides right across. And, and it, got, I can't wait. There's got to be some sort of gif on that. I said, well, I said that on Twitter. Yeah. Every single time I've watched it, He's come back with more and more things from the hot dog stand every single time because he just goes absolutely flying. And when Sigurdsson's 20, 25 yards out like that, that right foot, how many times? You said to me before, yeah. if you look at the sort of the, the reel of his goals for Everton, every single one of them, bar one, as we touched on, which was yeah. off, off, off a missed penalty, yeah. it's been an absolute world, hasn't it? And what yeah. a way to respond, by the way, to getting dropped. People can question him and question his place in the side, but he's come on there. And his attitude was, was spot on, and he, he scored an absolute pair, hasn't he? Yeah, he's responded. I mean, the irony of all that is that you probably hope, though, that we keep the same team for next I week. Agree, yeah. it? Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Sigurdsson, really, a Wobie should probably play again for me. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying, he, he yeah. gives the ball, but he's, he gives the ball away because he's trying to progress us so mm -hmm. much. And it's, it's, he passed the ball more than anybody in the final third, his pass completion in the final third, more through balls than anybody, and he sent me some. Yeah. Heat drum past stats <laughs> before, and I, I yeah. can't be bothered getting it out to be honest. <laughs> I will be saying, you know, his passing is incredible, like at times, the way he splits teams. But he has got stuff to work on, and, and that's right. And that you'd expect that. You'd expect him to come in and, and to make mistakes. He's not going to be perfect. But he gave us something that we've not had, and, and that dynamism in midfield, which Davis gave us. Davis was great. Gomez showing Valencia type form yesterday. Mm -hmm. Big, strong, travelling with the ball, knocking people over. Yeah. Little bit of needle as well. Um, they all complemented each other, you know. And I think the big problem we've had this season with Marco is he almost—I feel—he almost ripped up everything that was good about us last year at the end of the season. 
I don't know why. I know whether he lost confidence once we lost to Bournemouth, but he's panicked over playing Snydlin and playing Sigurdsson and he's gone safe. You know, Snydlin and Sigurdsson, or maybe it's not Sigurdsson, but Snydlin and Delft shouldn't have been in Armour Field against Sheffield United no, at all. No, no. It's, it was just nonsense. So when you were saying before about trying to cut teams open, you have to have runners against the likes of Burnley and against the likes of Sheffield United. Gilfie, unfortunately, doesn't give us that. He wants to play in the pockets off the right. You know, you can see where he's been because the pitch is worn in that circle, like a crop circle. He doesn't move anywhere else. Yeah. You know, but he's got that natural ability when he gets on the ball 25 yards out. That you wouldn't want anyone else shooting from that no. range, would you? So there's that dilemma that Silva's looking at and thinking, he's got a goal in him. But for the good of the team, a Wobie for me is a much stronger candidate and, and I think he will get better. And you know what people have got to tell him if you feel like he's dropping on the floor and not getting up, it's up to somebody to go, what are you playing at? Get yeah. up, we're yeah, going. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I honestly felt every every single player put a shift in every single player and, and he looked knackered at the end and rightly so, it's good. And the change, and the change look obviously Sigerson came out off the bench and scored, but Moise Keane come on, didn't he? And mm. look at the look at his impact for that second goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah he was heavily involved. Brilliant, yeah, brilliant. And for for me, I mean, obviously we we really want a lot the lad to do well, and, and he's he's a special talent for me. But it, the more that I see him, and the more it's game time he gets, the, the the better he looks to me. And I think I think it's only going to benefit ourselves as the season goes on because he's, he's now becoming a bit more street wise. He's a, he's a big strong kid. He showed it yesterday, and he's a he's a clever footballer. And he just he just needs that goal, doesn't he? And yeah. I'm sure it'll come sooner rather than later. But he just needs that goal. But it helps coming into a side that's winning, doesn't it? If you're a kid, if you're a kid and you're 19, you come from Italy. It helps if you're coming into a side that's actually you know actually reading off a few games. It's it's a nightmare when you get on a run like that and you're asking a kid then yeah. go and save us. You know what I mean? He needs to be slowly introduced into the league, try and get a goal. In, you know, in, in the cup or whatever. Try. You know, if he'd have come on with 20, 20 minutes to go in that game and we needed a goal, he probably would have scored. I reckon the game was that open. I think it probably would have suited him. You know, he'd have had grass to run into. And I think that's where you're going to see the best of him when he's running at people. Because he'll give people an absolute nightmare with his pace and his and his, and his, his, his feet. Um, but no, uh, I thought, yeah, I think you're right. I think everyone absolutely was up for it yesterday. Speaking of obviously like dragging people, I love that little bit. You know, when Sadibi was down for that corner, and then Charleston just grabbed him, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and just like get get on the pitch. And yeah, that, that says it all, didn't it? They all obviously wanted that result. But well, you should you Charleston's reaction when Sigerson scored. Yeah, you see, yeah, you see how he reacted yeah. to that goal, and I mean that was that was all of us in the ground yeah. on our own. Have you seen Sam Davis from the back? Yeah. 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 yeah, I love yeah. that middle of the pitch. It's just that. sheer relief, and I think that the that. fact that we've got we've got a win, we're you know we we hopefully kick start in the season. We've got a, another big, big couple of weeks, obviously Brighton away and then Watford in the cup. Between, we said it time again. We're not getting in the quarterfinals, mm. and it can happen, can it? Um, so it's massive relief, but. We know the quality is there in the side, it's just stringing it together and now stringing a few results together and keeping that positivity around the club. Here's a question for you. Walcott came on for, uh, sorry, Keane came on for Walcott. Walcott got a stand innovation. I can't remember the last time that happened for Theo Walcott and I was going to ask the three of you, why haven't we seen more of what he showed against West Ham in an Everton shirt? And it might be the hair. He's <laughs> <laughs> side different hairstyles. Coming to America now, he's got that soul that, glow going on. It's full Chris Kamara, isn't it? I don't know. It's the real answer, isn't it? I think Theo Walcott's it's confidence, isn't it? Confidence will be yeah. it. I think, you know, footballers. I, I don't know whether him and Coleman are the right mix on that side. 
Um, and I, I, I love Seamus, but it's you know we, I think we all know what's what's coming soon with him. It's it, you know he's sadly it's slowing down Baines. You know, Baines is another one I love, but yeah, yeah. he went on a little bit too long as our first choice. You mm. know, and made up he's still there as a backup. And, but I think Seamus is a different type of player. I think Walcott wants the ball. What Sidibe did really well yesterday was give him the ball in the right areas, but also get on the outside of him, which caused the left-back. Moussaka to, didn't know whether to stick or bust, and yeah. that freed Theo up. But confidence that I think, I think he's obviously been working hard in training. Now we played a bounce game last week against Wigan, and I believe he missed 4-1-1, one on one, so that probably <laughs> yeah. But just confidence of playing the game. Um, He's got that. He did that for Arsenal, though. He'd have yeah. times when you looked at him and went, "Oh my God, I'd love to have him." And then you'd watch him again a few few weeks later, and he'd be back to. Well, when, when we first sorry, sorry about when we first brought him in, he had a, he had a real positive impact on the mm, team, didn't yeah, he? Yeah. And you know his, his pace was he slowed his pace. He was you know he was frightening. Always questioned his his finishing a little bit in, in those one on one situations mm. and what have you. But it was it was good because, like you said at the start of the show. When we saw the team, she's probably the one name that you saw and you thought, hmm, not too sure about that, was Theo Walcott. Yeah. Mm. And again, another one, he was coming to the side and had probably his best game he's had since that first part of the, yeah, the season when he first came to us. He's got that much pace, for me, he doesn't use it enough. No. You know what I mean? I mean, when he, if you look at the first goal, for example, he's come in, isn't he? He's coming off the side and he's actually yeah. come onto his yeah. left foot. Yeah. And he's hit a lovely little reverse in there. Mm. And obviously, it's a well-timed run from Bernard and obviously, in the end, a great finish. But, that's what you want him to do more of, wouldn't it? You know, because yeah. defenders will be absolutely someone with that pace. The amount of times I don't know why he just doesn't knock it down the line and go on, I'll burn you here. Yeah. You know, even if you get tackled, the guy's thinking right, he's in. He's, you know, he's got a hard, hard game coming. I think he's a bit safe sometimes. But again, that just comes down to probably to confidence. That's that Walcott. Is that tactics? Um, you know, that player's being told think, when you get the ball here it goes here or here or here, mm. and I don't want you knocking it ahead of uh, you. Maybe, but I'm running because if you lose the ball. Then all of a sudden we've got another team I, running at us. I, no, I, th- I think it's more confidence. For I him. think it is really. He lo- he lo- for me, he loves that run inside the fullback. Doesn't he? He yeah. does it constantly. Mm. I think he scored a hat trick for England. I think every goal was very similar. He, he kind of runs on the blind side of the fullback mm. and he looks to get in every time. And if you look in the first minute, first few minutes of the game, he he made a very similar run. Dean hit a quick free kick, gets it, shifts it, that's right, and yeah. it was obviously you know that showed his intent straight away, didn't mm. it? Like I'm up for this. He was up for it. Yeah. You could just tell you know he, he had the confidence to show for it, brought it down, and obviously nearly, nearly scored, but. I'm glad you mentioned the right side anyway because I thought Sadibi, um, I thought he had a great game. I thought he played really. I think he gave us a little different dimension. I think he used the ball really intelligently, uh, and he was up and down that line all game, wasn't it? Considering it was his first game, I mean, he, he's. I don't know you thought about it. I thought he played. I thought he played brilliant. He was good. He was very good. Yeah, um, he was good before he had a knee injury, didn't he? Which kind of curtailed his career a little bit because I think I know Manchester United were after him and a couple of other clubs were after him, and then. He got over the knees, he went to the World Cup with France and, and did play, but you know, obviously he's a World Cup winner. He's got loads of pedigree. He, he sees things, he's different to Seamus, so he's a better passer of the ball than Seamus. So we'll see we see him at the Awobi chance, you know, That's great goal by Richarlison, but the, the pass took three, four by not the game with one ball and we'd we'd already seen it with the, the assist to Calvert Lewin in the cup the other week. So he's got ability. It, He's a bit mad because sometimes it looks like he forgets that you have to defend. But yeah. I, I guess yeah. you've just got to go with that. I mean, you know, I'm really like mentioning the other lot over the park, but Trent Alexander Arnold for them is a bit like that. He's fantastic going that way, eh? So great going the other way. But yeah. you have to give that up. It's what you're gaining from having 
someone like that. So he start. I mean, for his first Premier League game, I thought he did. I thought he did very well. It's highly yeah. rated. His niece did. I don't know if you lads saw uh, Kieran Mbappe's Instagram to Sadibi. No. Carabao, Carabao, Carabao. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Was it? The crying face was. Was it? Yeah. So I don't yeah. know if that was taken as a little gig about his uh, little dig about his, uh, his game time. Yeah. 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 No, I think it's great. I think you know he should, he, and he probably will keep his place now. But also on the other, on the other side of the pitch, I'm so glad Bernard started because I think I, I, I thought, thought, everyone said it for I, the last few weeks. He's to me. To help Luca Dean out, yeah, he's pivotal. I mean, his, his ability on the balls. Yeah, but he's a, anyway. he's a clever but, footballer. Yeah, balls, yeah. yeah, I mean, he's he's he's, a little, he's got a great technique. I mean, he's arguably sometimes he makes the game too complicated. You can see that in his goal. That goal sums him up as a player in a nutshell, doesn't it? Probably mm-hmm. should have got the shot off after making a great <laughs> run and decided, no, I'll take you three on and I'll just dink it round the keeper. So that that just sums him up. He makes the game almost too difficult. But so, you know, his numbers. You know, for, for the for the quality of player that he is, he probably should produce a bit more really in terms of goals and assists. That's the only thing you could ever point at him. But what he does do, he's intelligent. His movement off the ball is great. He, 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 you know, he's great with Dean. And look, you know, even that run he made for the goal, you know, he's, he's on. He's basically playing centre forward there. And he's he's cut in. He, you know I mean? Well, he's doubled his Premier League tally for, yeah, for the well, season yeah, from yeah, last yeah. year already. Yeah, yeah. I I love him. I've, I've said it many times. He's my favourite Everton player. He's, he's the best player we've got in my opinion. Technique, yeah, yeah. fantastic work rate, up and down. Helps his helps his full back out loads of intelligence but what was really good about the front three yesterday was they all interchanged yeah. and too often yeah, this season when we've had Dom up there mm. or we've had Moise Keane up there we haven't got close enough to them we haven't got but like you've just said there Bernard makes that running off the left channel because Walcott's going that way there's a crossover yeah, yeah, yeah. but and makes uh, Diop has to stay tight to Richarlison and Bernard comes in man of line we've seen it with the one you said early on with the, um, the free kick yeah. Walcott's run right across sucking on his thigh middle yeah. of the goal yeah. turns gets a shot away and the other one which Richarlison should have passed to Sadibi would have been like the Brazil 70 <laughs> when Gwen Pelle yeah. holding off to the you know, you know Walcott takes it on the thigh lays it in and you know Richarlison does everything right but then just roll it off yeah. and Sadibi's got a shot at goal but yeah. because that fluidity that gives West Ham loads of problems and Bernard gives us that and you know him and Luca Dean were the best thing about Everton last season for me the combination yeah. it was very reminiscent of Baines and Pienaar in their heyday of Hardy coming in and, and assists are difficult and you've had Andy El Pavotti on here yeah. a few times yeah. And yeah. me and him always say it assists can be massively misleading you know, if Luca Dean played for Liverpool, he'd have 35 assists because they have Firmino and Salah and Manny getting on the end of his yeah. crosses. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're, we're not the greatest at overloading the box, but that was something we did better yesterday. We'd have four and five men in the penalty area. And we, you know, for the last few weeks, we've had one or two. You never want to score with that way because, you know, I'm, I'm not the biggest, but mm. you definitely, yeah, I mean, you're, you're bigger than me, obviously, but these two here, yeah, <laughs> yeah. they were like six foot eight or something. That he is. He's centre, yeah. no, but yeah. centre back. Sebastian Hellery. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. so, so, I'm, I'm more mugbar than Haller. <laughs> but Cross is coming in. Yeah, you've yeah, got yeah, you're one man to mark. You two are going to eat it up all day long, aren't you? Speakers. You know, yeah, speaking of Haller, I thought he was in Mina's back pocket all game. You're, you're, you're not his biggest fan, are you? I'm not, I'm not his biggest fan. <laughs> I've been saying we should have got him, you see. That's why he's, he, he can't, couldn't wait for him to have a crap game to defeat him. I just feel he's been, his goals have been a little bit overrated. I think he's scored a lot of scrappy tappings, right place, right time. And I know strikers got to have a bit of that, but I think for the size and the pedigree and the price tag, 
He's not quite yet uh, justified it for me, but I thought Yerry Mina made him look extremely ordinary. I'm glad you mentioned Mina, because I thought Mina was... I mean, you said bad off air, and he's been our best player this season. I agree with Mm. that. I think he's been... He's just got better and better with every game, hasn't he? Do you know what I mean? He's just looked a leader, hasn't he, for me? He's a monster, isn't he? He's everything you want from a centre-back, isn't he? He wants to engage, yeah. You know, we want to have a little scrap. Well, come on, then, let's do it. You know, he'll win it. I mean, Halle, but I mean, I've... Seen a lot of Haller because I yeah. do watch a lot of the, the German footy, and he's a good centre forward. Yeah. You know, twenty four. Will he be good enough for here? Is the question because yeah. you've got to have a little bit more. Yesterday, he just looked like Jermaine Beckford had had some steroids. <laughs> <in it. laughs> and I, I like Beckford for us, but he was just there was nothing about. He, he couldn't protect the ball well enough for them. He was going down. I mean, he's he's, he's a big lad. And he was. Yeah. I know Mina. You know, Mina's not exactly like. You know, a shy, shy player. As you shoved them over a few times, but he, he offered, he offered nothing. And you're right. He, he made you look and go forty-five million. You can understand why maybe Marcel Brands in the summer because mm. Everton were looking at him, were was looking and going, mm, can I justify forty-five million on someone that's not mobile? I think if you put someone with him, and who's who is mobile, who buzzes around, and you got balls into the box for him. And he will cause problems. And he has got good feet, and he as well. He's big lad. He's yeah. got good. He's good touch, good feet. But yeah. there was one in the. I think it was the second half where he, he pulled the ball down brilliantly, and he faced up with me, and I think he went nah. <laughs> and he turned and knocked it back because he knew he couldn't outrun him. Yeah. Because he'd had a little go early on. He couldn't get away. He couldn't get away from Michael Keane, and mm. Michael yeah. Keane's all right, but he ain't. He's not the quickest with turning, is he? So, yeah. I think that would be the big red flag. And you're right. He, he just looked very ordinary. You know. Yeah. He, they took Philippe Anderson off at half time and when he went off and they brought Yagalenko on, mm. who I just yeah. can't have for a second, by the way, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. the most overrated footballer. Alcaraz <laughs> and Christian Atsu made his career for him. <laughs> um, he come on and, and he offered nothing either. So they, to me, looked like they knew we were the better side yesterday because we were up for it. I think if we'd have been passive, with with yeah. the midfield we've had over the last few weeks, I think they they might have caused us problems, but they couldn't, you know, like I said before, Rice and Noble, and they just couldn't get couldn't. even at four nils. He's a good player. He just spent most of the time moaning mm. at the lines, and so I thought Mina. What I love, you know, he's playing with confidence. Is when he only had the little rampage and run run go <laughs> I love that. Absolutely brilliant. He got himself in the box for the cross as well, he didn't he? Yeah. And then he, went, then he went, went back and won it. I know, yeah. And won it back. The crowd were going mental, weren't they? What a header, though, for that. God, I know the goal got this alive. Well, Barry, what was that for? Did anyone know yet? It was, it's, it's for the Gomez block, isn't it? So what, what they're the saying guess, that definitely was the so, Gomez So what the, what the referee's saying there is that, that Gomez, and to be fair, if you watch it back, Gomez has turned his back as, as the defender's side of the run with me. He's standing his ground on, isn't he? Yeah, listen, it's not what, I'm not saying yeah, he's done it wrong, but it's what the referee's saying. He's turned his back. It's blocked the defender. Mina's coming. Forget the bang bottom corner. If you want to be funny and be, be picky, the defender's pulling. Yeah, you mean his shirt. It's a stonewall penalty. Point mm. one. Point two, if we're going to start giving or uh, not giving goals for that, then you'd probably cut 50% of the goals in the Premier League. Yeah. Compare that to Tarkovsky for Burnley of the week. He was yeah. shepherding them all in, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to, to leave, yeah. to leave Hendricks well, out of free volley. Yeah, I mean, he had the arm on his throat for the goal. Yeah, yeah, he basically yeah. ferried them all in, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. I mean, to create the space. So It's just an inconsistency. I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of VAR anyway, because it's been, I don't mind bringing these kind of things in once they're polished. You're bringing it in and you're using 50% of it. The referees can't look at the screen at the side of the pitch. It's there. They never overrule them, though. That's the problem. You don't very rarely overrule the referees, but it's there. 
for for clear mistakes by the referee. Now mm. for me yesterday there was two. One that goes with the stud. Yeah. And two, Sadibi got clearly fouled and yeah. gave a corner. So there's two clear and obvious errors there that should have been overruled by. Why can't they check that? Take seconds that. Just say to me, by the way, was that a free kick? That's a yeah, free bam. kick to Everton. Mm-hmm. Or that should be well, a goal. Give the goal. Where I sit in the Bullens, the the TV stuff's right in front. Yeah, yeah. Of you yeah, yeah. So I was talking to David Prutton after the game. Oh, we should play. No, I don't know what yeah. he was doing. It must have been NBC or something. He, he does their commentary for. And I'd had a little moan at him about said, I hope he said how horrendous that referee was, by the way. And he was like, Yeah, he's poor, wasn't it? <laughs> but I asked him about the goal, he said, We've looked at it ten times. He went, There's nothing. He no. said, It's a penalty to He said, Anything, yeah. it's a penalty to ever. Yeah, yeah. He said, It's berserk how he's come up with that. Didn't show him match of the day, had he? No, I believe so, yeah. <laughs> but I've seen some, you know what? Yeah. Someone put that on. In fact, it's probably Ted. But why haven't he shown yeah. me and his thing? And some other fan come back and they only get 60 seconds off BT. What do you expect? Sorry, mate. Maybe you have me in that first goal. But, um, he's but deserved the goal, didn't he? Oh, well, he's, he's, he's been threatened. But it's getting better, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Last year, he couldn't get near the cross. Yeah. Now, our corners, it, then it went. It's like stages. Yeah. Now, <laughs> you know, we started hitting people in Michael Keane's 50 pence and into the, the Gladys Street, you yeah. know. Now me and his head in the McGoal, so so yeah. Brighton at the weekend. No, this will have this one. This will have one. So. No, yeah, and, that, yeah. and again talking about assists, it was Bernardi took the corner, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, so yeah. he'd have had an assist. You know, yeah. so it, that's why you look and go, well, you know, it, it, assists can be a little bit misleading at times because yeah. you know he would have uh, he'd have had one there. But I think me has been fantastic for me and, and exactly what you want. So, and uh, to be honest, exactly what we needed. We needed a monster who come in and just went right. I'm 23 or 24, I'm the man now. Mm. Because we lost Zuma, who, you know, I think is one of them things that people have rewritten, though. Because I think for the first half of last season, he was very average. Yeah. But the second half, he was fantastic. So we've needed that, but we're still, we're still a, a quick centre-back shy, aren't we? Yeah. You know? I mean, what do you, we, we've discussed this, and mm. it's a flip of a coin on this, but Michael Keane hasn't been great. And again, if anyone who listens to us will know that I was a... a Defended them, you know, with me shield last season and much to Ped's dismay. But um, I thought he had a good season last season, but he's, he's been poor for me this season, he really has. Have any of you been tempted to go, why isn't Holgate being given a chance alongside Mina? I don't trust Mason Holgate as a centre half. I, I, I just think he's too small. If anything, I don't think, I don't think he's grown either in height or in width. But he's six foot, so he's not... Yeah, but he's, he's, to me, that's a man mount. He's, he's, right. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's not like Bernard here next to me. Yeah, yeah. that's it. I love Bernard. That's how I love Bernard a bit more, because when I was a couple of times I met him, well, no joke, three foot smaller than him. That's why I love him, even if he's crap, I'd say. But Holly, for me, he's not a presence at all. I, I, he's, got, he's got the pace, don't get me wrong, but I think he's an inside footballer. Mm. I don't think he's a Premier League centre-half, and that's... That's and he's a good footballer. Yeah. Can, can we make that decision when he's? I, I know what you mean because that's the thing that's in my is like sometimes he goes to sleep yeah, and people yeah, run off him. Yeah, yeah. But he's a young centre back. Now we had a fella who's end up going for fifty million, who was allowed to just play and make mistakes every week and play because our manager thought it was a project of developing players for other clubs, not trying to actually make Everton better. Yeah. You can tell him a bit better about him. <laughs> Should never have been given the Everton job, but. Stones was allowed to develop, you know, make mistakes, and he did. He made a lot. When you look back, yeah. he made a lot of mistakes. Yeah, yeah. Stones, but he was allowed to play. Mason hasn't, in my opinion, hasn't really been given that opportunity to. So I don't think we know 
if he if he can be a Premier League centre is, is there a reason behind it though if, why he's not been given that chance you know mm. I think he's only been kept there because we didn't get Kurt Zuma that's why for me he's yeah. been kept there I think and even then okay you bring Zuma in and you may need one more he would have been even further down the pecking order I don't think he's trusted as a centre half. Mm. that's my opinion yeah, I, think, yeah. I, think, I think he's there because he's got to be there because mm. there's no one else it's an interesting him. point but we were saying that about Keane before I think Michael Keane had a very good season because in his first season was very ropey. Yeah. The second season, you know, I thought he was brilliant at yeah. times last season. Certainly the second half of last season. Certainly the second half of last season. He made, he made the best saddle in the 21st century. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Stopping so, saddle. That, 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 no. that alone was really the Blue Blood Award that he got. Yeah, yeah the Blue Blood Award. <laughs> literally defend them, slapping them winning the league. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I do agree with you in some way. I think one thing I would say, but I think he is a little bit fragile, like mentally. Mm-hmm. You know, he had, he had that game for England recently where he was at fault for the goal, and I don't think he's been the same player for us no, since then. Yeah. I, think, I think his head drops very, very quickly, yeah. and that's my, one of my only worries of him. As well as his turning pace and things like that, but I just think he just think he lets things go to his head. You can visibly see him shrink sometimes yeah. in games, and you don't need that as a centre half. You need to be able to just shrug everything off, don't you? Well, that's it. Not only did he make the mistake, but he was dropped, wasn't he, from the following game? Yeah, he was. And he yeah. went to a back three as well, so it wasn't even like he was he was dropped from a two. He was dropped from a three. And they yeah. brought two new centre. So what I mean, what's your what's yours, Peter, on Holgate? What's your? I think the worrying thing for me when Holgate went out on loan, I don't don't think anybody stood back and said this kid can really play and he's really slotted in well he went to West Brom, West Brom. They played right back didn't he yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, they liked him there didn't they they loved him yeah at right back yeah you see I the thing that always takes me back is remember when you know I know you've probably like done the arm men in black thing and erased this from your memory but when Allardyce was our manager yeah. <laughs> we've all tried to do it haven't we he helped the best defensive partnership we had, and I can't believe I'm going to say this, and the problem with the internet is this will stay forever, won't it? <laughs> was Holgate and Ashley Williams in that period. Mason Holgate played at Anfield twice against their front three, who were incredible, yeah. Yeah. and was amazing in both games. Put Firmino into the crowd. 2-1-1, one, three one. Firmino into the crowd, and the other one, 2-1. Okay, I've got a big book coming on this. Go on. So in the, in the Allardyce system, would it be fair to say... A was sitting deep. B, those centre halves would have at least two, maybe three, maybe four, maybe five. <laughs> <laughs> maybe players banked in front of me. Yeah. So there's yeah. there's less space. More protection. But he's quick, isn't he? And he I'm is just quick. I'm just quick. looking and thinking. The flip side to that is if Mason Holgate was in Everton's first team and had had the season Michael Keane's had, would Mason Holgate be playing? Yeah, fair point. He wouldn't be, would he? He'd yeah, have been chased yeah. the other week because yeah. he's not playing well enough. So I get you're right, you're right. And and the caveat to what I'm saying is we then played West Brom at home a couple of weeks later and he stepped out and they went in and scored and the game when McCarthy broke his leg, Holgate yeah. was at fault because he, he stepped out when they were running. So that kind of thing makes me that's the thing that I always go, oh. but then again, maybe similarly to with Tom Davis, how do we know until these lads playing? Mm. But the court almost have seen a rock and a hard place, aren't we, with developing young players? Because it's do you give them a chance or do you go? It's too. It's it's well, too. Gibson in it recently. Well, Lewis Gibson. Yeah, I mean, he's come out recently saying like there's rumours that now he might be going so he can't get a game. Mm. And obviously, he was injured for a lot of last season, wasn't he? But yeah, he's another yeah. talent. He's another talent centre half. I think he's left footed centre half. Well, yeah. you know I mean, done well three seasons. Exactly. Yeah. So it's another. It's a sack conundrum, isn't it? Do we do we do we chance it like you said and bring him in? I think for me, Mason. I think he's technically the best centre half we've got. I think on the ball, mm. he's very, very good, isn't he? Good ball, you know, he's very calm on the ball. He, he's, his distribution is normally pretty decent. But um, yeah, it's it's one of those, mate. I just, 
Yeah. Do you think we'll get Zuma in January, for example? I know he played yesterday. You don't think we'll go back in no. for him? I, I, I think we want him, and I think he wants to come, but they they're not in any position to let him go. Yeah. Are they? Yeah. yeah. But we need something. We need yeah. something in January with, with legs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we do, don't we? Yeah. We need someone who's quick. So that I mean, that's the biggest. That probably the biggest worry going into January. But a lot comes down to expectations, which is a nice little link to our. our what a segue that was, mate. Like that. That was yeah. seamless, that was wasn't it? Well, Absolutely yeah. seamless. Almost like your Britain. Ain't no people in front of me. Out there isn't. But stay with us. We'll be back after a short break. second part of this week's Unholy Saints podcast where we're going to discuss and look at the impact of fan expectation and it's it's been quite a, a big point lately and, and the angle we're sort of going at, at here is in regards to the manager especially I'd say and, and social media and how it almost illuminates when we lose a few games what, what's everyone's thought on on that going at the social media angle just before we started recording, we were saying if Everton lost that game against West Ham, would Marco Silva still be manager? And I guess we never know for sure, but one thing that seems like we all agreed on is he certainly wouldn't get much more time. Um, and that's just bizarre to me, you know, how both football and Everton Football Club have got to that stage where we're just happy to fling through manager after manager after manager without any thoughts of the consequences to the club, the staff. Um, it's just bizarre to me. I know you've talked about it. I watched your episode recently, Baz, actually, yeah, where you talked about obviously social media and, the, and it, you know, has it changed the game and things like that. I think it was a really good episode, that, by the way. I, it's kind of a similar angle. I'd, I know we're very, we're almost like semi criticised for being like uh, pro Marco on here, but I just think when you look at, the, you know, what, what would we replace him with? And when we look out, I know people said that's a redundant question. Well, it, well, it isn't, isn't, is it? You know what I mean? No, it's a bit day. like saying, Lee, yeah. move out your house. And yeah. you're saying, well, when are we going to live, Pete? Yeah. And yeah, like, well, yeah. that doesn't matter. I know where to live, I want to sell it. Here, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I know, I, know exa- I know exactly what you mean. And I just think, look, he, he's shown enough in the second half of last season for me to be given this season to try and get it right. On, not just trying to get it right, but try and get us an identity and get us where we want to be. This, For me, this is a three to five year project. We're going to need at least three summer windows to clear out the bloated squad we had anyway. And get and try and get the right players in on the back of that. Brandon's pretty much come out and said that himself, and he, you know mm-hmm. we have to adhere to FFP, and we have to make sure we you know we get all these players out as well as try and recruit well. So I think look, yeah, we've had a bad run, and great that we ended it yesterday. But I just think just with social media now, it just amplifies everything a hundred, doesn't it? You know, what I mean, radio shows are all over it. Talk sport, talking nonsense. Sky can't wait to get him sacked. Odds are everywhere, and he's just thinking like, why is this becoming? This is just like you know, Pochettino, for example. Dying to get him sacked. It's the players who've thrown him in the in, in, in the crap there, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? And you know they've had a great season last season. You know, so they've obviously got quality. I, I don't know what you think, Baz. I just I just get really frustrated with it um, as a fan, really. Yeah, it's, uh, the silver thing is really difficult. You're right in terms of do we keep throwing managers? You know, the players throw managers under the bus. The players, are, I I get stick for saying it, but 
they wear the shirt, don't they? And, and footballers nowadays decide, you know, how, how successful you're going to be. Pochettino's done an incredible job at Spurs, yes, but, yes. but the facts are they've lost 17 games in 2019. So, you know, it's not a great record for whatever reason. And, and there'll, be, there'll be, you know, circumstances behind why it's been so poor for them. From our perspective, I think the issue you've got is, and, and I am a, you know, I'm a silver defender and, you know, been accused of running this fan club and, and things like that. But I think the problem you've got is you, with a football club, it's easier to replace one man than 20. So we can't keep ripping the players up and throwing them out the door because they're not doing it. I think Evertonians in particular are spring, you know, we are a coiled spring. Every year goes by that we haven't won anything. It gets shorter. The honeymoon period starts here, and, and it's now it's getting shorter and shorter because the the need for success is burning in in a lot of us. Now, some will deal with it better than others. Some will go, you know, quite calm about it. Well, you know, we're trying to build something, and mm. I think if you step away from that, two things you have to look at. Right, one, if it wasn't Everton and we were sat here discussing another football club, would you be saying, that manager, you know, is it time for them to move the manager on? Maybe you would, maybe you wouldn't. You might look at it and go, no, they should stick with him. You might look and go, how's he still got a job? The amount of money he's had, and look where they are in the bottom three, and they're losing game after game. So there's that you've got to look at. I always look at a manager and go, first season it's a free pass, unless you bottom the league. You know, because no one wants to fall out the Premier League. And don't don't underestimate that, by the way, the monetary thing. You know, yeah, Ever- course, Everton yeah, couldn't course, yeah. go out to the Premier League because Bramley Moore would be stopped immediately. Would we get back and, and money and everything? 130 million our football clubs run on TV money. We only here because of the TV money. Let's not forget that because we've been, you know, we haven't had money. We've got it now, but we've, we've had a long, long time without it. So as a manager, build something. You have to see progress. You have to. You know, and, and you're right, we, we saw it towards the end of the season. We had a, a horrendous Christmas to February. Um, but we come out of the other side and, and we finished really strongly. And we start, we spent money again. You know, we spent a lot of money in the summer again. I know we recouped a lot, but we've done it again, haven't we? So we haven't had a, we haven't had a hard fixture list, relatively speaking. And yet we were in the bottom three. So I think the questions will be there over the manager because it, I don't believe, personally, this was one of the red flags I had with Koeman before we got him. He had two years on the run at Southampton where he won one in 11 games. Now, one year you can have a, you can be unlucky. Two years, something's going on. And you then come to Everton and we had one win in 10. So three years to me tells you you've got an issue. There's something going on within that period of time that you can't turn around. So I think with Silver, I think people's problem was there was... There's no clear progression. We, we've done loads of mixed up things. The manager's come in and said, 4 3 3 is my best formation. That's what I want to play. And, and we're eight, 16 months in and he's not played it. You, you, know, you can say, well, he hasn't got the players. Well, you've got the job to make it your place. We, we, Morgan Snyder doesn't have to play every game, but he's played them and, and triggered. So you've got all of that going on. In terms of who do you get, mm. if, I, if we got rid of. If Marco Silva today, I would give Jose Mourinho 10 million a year, no problem, or 12 or 15, because the man's a winner. Whether he, he leaves clubs in a good position, bad position, it's open for debate. He's, he's the most decorated manager out there. Would we get him? I don't know. But it's, it's just, a big gamble, isn't it's it? It's a gamble, but yeah. 
again, if you're an Everton player and Joe Samarino walks in through the door and says, you do this, you do it, because you're not going to say to him, well, what have you won? Are you? Because it's, it's a, you know, yeah. it's, it's not a debate. And that's the, the issue that is there with that, isn't it? It's, and I think Evertonians now want, they just want instant success. They want to see progress. And I've, I've argued against all of that and gone, well, how's he going to build it if we keep changing it? You know, where do we go? What do we do? And I'll be honest, he's made it difficult for me defending him the last month mm-hmm. because he keeps repeating. He keeps repeating. You don't keep a team. That, you don't keep a midfield that doesn't work four games on the run and you're losing. You just don't. Good coaches don't do it. They well, he's had the ball to change it. Didn't he? But he yeah, did, he so did. that's yeah, great. Yeah, so yeah, now, yeah. but one question I would say to you before... Oh, Pete's dying to get in here, let me see. <laughs> yeah. But one question I would say to you is, if he wasn't the right man on Friday, then he's not the right man today. Is he? A yeah, result, win, yeah, win, lose, or draw. A win doesn't yeah, matter, yeah, yeah. because we're looking long-term, aren't we? But if he is the right man on Friday, then yesterday, should, or at the time of recording, the West Ham game shouldn't have mattered, because you're telling me he's the right man. So I think Everton, and they may have done, they may have gone, well, he is our right manager, so we have to ride this out. But you're right, talk sports and Sky Sports and everything else. That's what football Dying is nowadays. Sacked, but, that, yeah. but that's yeah. a story because of the money, isn't it? Same with Solskjaer. Whether you agree with Solskjaer or you don't, I'm going to finish now, Pete, because you can't wait to, uh, to come back. <laughs> no, I think you've made some great points. Yeah, think, yeah. It's difficult, isn't it? It's a tough one because we want success and but every year goes by, it does become shorter. Cause I, I think the Mourinho shout is really interesting because look how much football's changed in the last five years to the introduction of like financial fair play. Mm-hmm. So, you know, your Man City's and your Chelsea's, you know, and even the likes of, say, United who managed to cling on to the top for so long just by yeah. re-injecting money. Mm-hmm. Every time something went a bit wrong, throw more money at it. Sponsors yeah. everywhere. Sort it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's really interesting to look at, look at what happened with Mourinho toward the, the end of his time at United because I just think... A lot of Evertonians with this Mourinho fantasy are living in cloud cuckoo land because there's no way that him and Brands, for me, would be a good fit because what happened with Ed Woodward was Jose Mourinho, by all accounts, gave him a piece of paper and said, these are the players I want. Mm. And on that list was, uh, I think, a centre-half in his 30s. He was looking at... He wanted Maguire, though. And Woodward wouldn't pay three million extra, which the end ended up paying ten million. Yeah, extra, yeah, yeah. But, so, but, 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 but yeah, yeah, essentially, yeah. he, he targeted yeah, yeah. players. He does target older that, players. That were established mm. a lot of money that he just wanted to come in, slot into the squad, mm. so yeah. they could go out and compete. And apparently, that was the major sticking point. Mm. And I just think that's the way that football is now. Money no longer has the same. Yeah, of course, it's super important, but it no longer has the same influence that it did ten years ago, mm. where you could arguably buy the league. Yeah, you can't accelerate as quick now, can you? No. City, what City got into it just at the right time, didn't they? Yeah, of course. If the money came into City now, they'd probably find that, that a little bit harder. You know, they were able to go out and the get the likes of Aguero. Up, and like, the ladder's been pulled up. Yeah, there you go, yeah, yeah exactly. So, um, but I think with them, just because I do have to come back with yeah, this. Yeah, come on. Because Mourinho wouldn't, Evan wouldn't give him the job without going, well, you've got to work with him, and he's, yeah. he's on the board. So Marcel Brands is direct, he's driving the whole bus. So Mourinho, he's already said, you know, I want a director of football, which is what he wanted at United. I mean, I wouldn't trust Ed Woodward to play football manager with me. The kid hasn't got a clue. <laughs> yeah. Business-wise, I'd give him yeah. the keys to the kingdom and Everton. Yeah. Woodward yeah. business, I'd say, go and, go and do yeah. it. You know, he's not a football manager. But football-wise, he, doesn't, he hasn't got, you know, he's, he doesn't know anything about football in terms of players. Mourinho is a bit like that, but again, it, it's all about taking an Everton job now. For him to take that, he'd have to agree different principles. You already said he'd get a younger coaching staff 
he can work with the players. Look at United. He, he went in there. Van Hal destroyed them. Yeah. People say Moyes. Moyes, would, they'd have been better leading David Moyes. They would have. Van Hal destroyed them. And Marino went in and won them two trophies and finished runners-up. If they'd have got him Harry Maguire last year, and I, I'm not a big Harry Maguire fan, by the way, but if they'd have got him Harry Maguire, Man United, he'd still be the Manchester United manager. So I think we can, you know, we can we can look at and, and tailor any arguments. I've just tailored it towards Marino. I personally want Silver to work out because he's a young manager. I've had this argument on Twitter with someone who told me we should sack Silver, go and get a young manager and give him a five-year contract. And I went, How old Silver? Aren't we doing? He's forty-two. Aren't we doing that now? You know, because the the reality is, we could. I could say to you, if he goes tomorrow, Silver, who would you get? And, and the three, I don't know, but the three of us, or you three, might come up with a different name. And, but not one of you could say to me, well, get in because we'll definitely be good with them. Because we can't. I can say Marino or Benitez because they're experienced and I think they would have Everton in Europe. It might be terrible to watch. But I can't guarantee it. And and so that's the thing with Silver and the th- people say, you know, Andy would be on, say, Adi Hutter or Hentag or whatever. Mm. Now, these are all great. But it doesn't guarantee they're going to All gambles. They're all gambles. And players might yeah, walk, yeah. You might walk in and Everton players go, Fancy you, sorry, and and if you don't get them players playing, which is a great point, what you made before, mm. yes, you know, to the West Ham win, them players weren't not playing for the manager, were they? No. they? I think a lot of the players like him. I think a lot of the players like him. And you look at people like Richarlison, you'll run through brick walls with Silver, you can see. But the that. problem with I mean, him is, and yeah. Everton fans have this if we sack Silver at Charles, and I go, well, so be it. If, if, what if Silver goes and becomes the manager of the Hilton? Is he going to go and work as a bellboy? No, he's not. You yeah. can't follow him round because there's no guarantee yeah. Marco's going to be the Barcelona manager. Is there? So there is a little bit of a trade-off there, but the players do seem to like him. The only question mark I have with Marco is great being a training ground mm. manager. Brilliant, you know, on the coat. Yeah. Colin Harvey. I was at Everton, Colin Harvey's the Everton manager. The greatest coach Everton have ever had. He bought Neil McDonald to replace Gary Stevens, so... No further question. Yeah. You know, case closed. Case there isn't a piece of replaced by Stuart McCall. Yeah. But you mentioned yeah. you mentioned yeah. Twitter there, and thinking about Twitter again. Obviously, we have our podcast, and I'm sure obviously Toffee CB wouldn't work without obviously interactions on social media. Oh, okay. It's it's a it's a fabulous thing that we've got at our disposal. But do you not do you think that we mentioned obviously Sky Sports, Talk Sport, what have you? Social social media magnifies everything, and you said then. Marco Silva, from a lot of people, wasn't the man on Friday. Hmm. We go and beat West Ham soon. He'll playing playing decent football. But people then not not all, but a lot of people who maybe thought Silva wasn't the right man come sort of Saturday night, Sunday morning, all of a sudden he is again because we've had hmm. one good game. Now and that, that's what social media does, doesn't it? Yeah, but some people were we said this before, some people actually I've seen it on Twitter. Wanted Everton to lose yeah. so he could get sacked. Mm. I mean, with the greatest respect, what sort of fan are you if you want your own team to lose to sack a manager? Mm. You know what I mean? As I said, he's shown enough for me at the end of last season that not just like, you know, uh, the wins we had, it's the way we've won those games. It's, mm. You know, Sky couldn't wait to throw out, I was churning out stats every time. Last time Everton beat a top six side was in 1955. Mm. That's all they, could, they can't wait to throw it out. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? They'll get Leon Osman in and go, won against United 10 years ago. You know what I mean? That's yeah. this thing underneath his name. They couldn't wait to. And then we would go and beat three of them in space of six weeks. Mm. And they can't churn that anymore. And some of those games, we absolutely annihilated them. Yeah, United are in decline. We battered Arsenal, absolutely battered them. It should have been 5 or 6 0. 
I, I can't Chelsea. remember any manager that's gone and battered Arsenal, yeah. even though they are a weaker team than they, were, they have been. And Chelsea as well. Mm. We absolutely, we, we, you know, we, we wiped the floor with them as well. So, mm. and and we had a, you know, we gave Liverpool a good game. Probably should have won that game as well. So, mm. I just think I think you know, given a bit, football's not linear. I know you said Baz, like you know, we need to see progression, but football isn't linear, is it? It's the way it is. You know, Klopp came in, he finished eighth in his first season when Leicester won it. And obviously he's now he's recruited well. They've signed some good players, and they've obviously almost gone on a linear path and gone got to where they are. And I think that amplifies it as well. I think mm. those guys across the park, the fact that they are playing so well and they are you know finally won a trophy recently, I think that I think that makes it ten times worse for us as Everton fans. If they were if they were finishing fifth, sixth, and had Stuart Downing still playing for them, I don't think we I don't think we'd be as bothered. Mm. I think that amplifies it a lot. The fact that they're doing so well. Yeah, I think it, it does make a difference. Of course, it does. But I think the problem is we. We were comfortable with Moyes, weren't we? Because we had no money. Correct, and yeah. with Martinez, so we were like, we're, all, we're good, or we're all right. If we had money, we'd win the league. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not as black and white. We all it? said it. Yeah. We all said yeah. it. I said it. Yeah. I was yeah. like, well, hang on, if we had a bit of money, we could actually buy a yeah. striker. Yeah. We would be, because we were nearly as good as them yeah. teams anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So when we got the money, I think we all probably just went, oh, this is, this is our time. Now. Everyone's, got money. Everyone's got money. Everyone's got money. Yeah, but yeah. again, it's using it, isn't it? Yeah. Liverpool yeah. have... You know whether you like it or not, Klopp's done a, a good job there. But they have seen progression. But I know my good mates of mine who are season ticket holders there who yeah. were questioning yeah. them the December before they bought yeah. Van Dijk. They were like, I, "I'm not Someone sure enough for you." And People then for his head, weren't they? When he lose and, and stuff like that. So you know, if they wouldn't have won the Champions League, they would have been called. Not all of them, of course, but some of them would have been going not good enough. Not good. We had the league sewn up, yeah. we blew it, we lost the champion. Yeah. Running a loser, whatever, that's yeah. football, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. it, it yeah. So I think social media, Twitter especially, I think we've some things something I'm guilty of sometimes is thinking Twitter's Twitter's everyone. Yeah. And it's actually it's a small, small thing. Yeah. And it's yeah. and it's a it's a brilliant medium, like you said before, it's fantastic. And you know, we do what we do because on the back of Twitter, without to be fair. But it's it's not a it's probably thousands of Evertonians who go to games don't even use Twitter and things like that so you can see things on there and, and the loudest people normally the ones that everybody takes yeah, on the, the, so. the negative ones isn't it? I the, just, I, 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 the other thing I can't stand as well on Twitter and, and we talked about it briefly is, is some of the abuse as well it? it's just absolutely ridiculous there's just no need for that is no. there we've all got opinions football's a game of opinions that we've all got you've got a different opinion just straight away Mourinho that's fine but you know, see, when it turns to abuse and it's our own fans, you're it's thinking, what, what's it? going on here? It's just mad because it, it should be able to debate, shouldn't it? You should be able yeah. to say to me, Marino would be terrible forever. And I go, yeah. man, he wouldn't win something. Neither of us are right because we don't know. You're wrong. <laughs> there you go. Stupid. I'm you're gone. But that's it, isn't it? Yeah. That's the thing. And it's like, well, disagree by all. It's great because that's what football is. If we all sat here and went, Tom Davis, the best player that's ever walked the earth, and everyone on Twitter, it'd be a little bit yeah. sanitary. You'd be all be like, yeah, see the snooker over, you know. Yeah. So it, opinions have always been football. It, it's taking the pub out, you know, the pub discussion to here, isn't it? You know. Yeah, you know, all those would have been all those would have been in a pub, wouldn't they? Now they're on. Now they're now the everyone's got a voice in it. Keep it yeah. And it's kept, and people use your tweet, and you do that, and you do that, and. The other thing about what's great about Twitter is you can never change your opinion either. Yeah. You could never say, I don't think Sidibe's going to be good enough. And you watch him for three months and he's amazing and go, oh my God, I was wrong about it. Yeah, no, man, you shouldn't have said that. And yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah. You know, people change over time. It, it, it is. I mean, 
like any staring at me and I can see him working on psychology now but the whole thing is it is isn't it it's opinions and you well, should be able to yeah. you should be able to have a difference of opinion and but we've been told a few times ourselves in regards to but VAR was one huh? uh, you, you better backtrack on what, on what you're saying there because no, this, this is the future blah 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 your opinion on Marco Silva as a collective now you're wrong you better start backtracking on that because things aren't going well but listen that, that, that's that's our opinion now we, we differ sometimes in what we what we believe mm-hmm. we all believe in giving Marco Silva time I won't backtrack on it because I want it to work I want it to work for him mm-hmm. it showed against West Ham on Saturday that the, the players are still playing for him because yeah. you can't play like that if you're not no one's down in tools that you can see the emotion in both him is is a coach staff on the sideline when we're scoring goal and you know that's that's the thing as you say we can all differ in what we believe we we'll go about it the right way do you know what I mean say say things in the right manner have a discussion and like you said 10 years ago this happens down the pub mm. walk on the game whatever it might be um, but it's it's a funny it's a funny old world social media it's, it's great more positives and negatives I'd, I'd say but it's a, it's a funny it's a funny thing when everything a losing week on week out you know, and, and and you can't think nothing different, can you? Well, you say it's funny, but <laughs> <laughs> well, you said you made a big dunk coming in for those stick recently, mm. you know, in prime example. And you go on a bit of a losing streak, and then he's getting it in the next yeah, day, and he can't coach. We'll What's he out. doing? He's, he's he's followed what he's four failed managers. Why is he still coaching? You think you're like, oh my god, even like, an icon's getting we it had now, dunk. Yeah. We had dunk jumping over a co- on the coach to batter Bowen Morton <laughs> even though he, he drove to and from Burnley in the car but James Coleman she wasn't even on the coach we had the uh, Bramley Moore doc they've, they've drilled down on fans an issue it's not happening yeah. you know because when when it's bad people are looking for everything you've got Reds throwing oh my uncle's dog works at Finch Farm and he's that and so all of that festless doesn't it We're, we've won this weekend and there'll, there'll still be you know Ken Knight's had it, blah de blah's had it, not fine, yeah. but in general people are a little bit happier because we've won a game and it's yeah. like, oh, great, we've won a game and it shouldn't flip flop the way it does, but it does, isn't it? And like I said, I said to you before, you know, Twitter's was great, but for me it, it's becoming something I don't need really now because it's just it's tiresome when you look at it and go, Oh my god, no one can have an opinion on anything, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you'll see it I just Work on and just see an opinion. I don't like it. I scroll past it. Yeah. I'm going, you're a dick. And you're just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. why do you do that? Would you do it in the street now? Some would. Yeah. Wouldn't they? There'll yeah, be a percentage yeah. of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in general, I'd like to think most of us would just go, mm, yeah, whatever. Mm. You know, and it doesn't happen. It's, it's easy, isn't it? it when Taylor Swift is, you know, when she's knocking out. You know, you say it in the street, it's a knockout. You say it in the street, it's a cop. But when she's the lyrical, you know, the lyrical genius, then we're finished. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, but it, it is. It is to bring it to a close. It is interesting times, isn't it? But I suppose it's the same for every club, isn't it? You know, United have come in for a lot of stick recently, and, and he obviously Solskjaer's getting defended as well. So it's not just Silver. Pochettino the same. You know, he's done. Let's be honest, done an amazing job at Spurs. You know, they were neck and neck with us a few years ago, weren't they? You, you know what I mean. So they've kicked on, you know. So with the right recruitment, and hopefully, you know, um, I, I, I genuinely believe I think he can do do a job for us. I genuinely do. Hopefully, you know, if he does, he does. He doesn't, he doesn't. That's it. So it's football will still support Everton regardless, won't we? Yeah, you know I mean. But the expectations. Well, no, we're right. Will be till no, till it plays out. Our expectations, I'm sure. We, we all want the best for Everton. We all want to see Everton win things. We all believe that we're still a big club, and we are a big club, so we should be winning things. It's much harder nowadays to win things. That's that's the, the other two. When City are putting out decent size in the League Cup and they're winning it, 
Well, put the reserves on. Yeah, they still win. Ex- they? Exactly. Yeah, I mean. So, so it, it is. It is more difficult to win things. But overall, as, as a fan base, we all want the best for our club, and expectations are what they are, aren't they? But I think well, how many teams have won the Premier League since it started? That tells you everything you need yeah. to know, mm-hmm. isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, before that, 80, 70, 60, it was rotated way mm-hmm. more, wasn't it? Now, now the money in the game. You know, United had it great for years, and they? they they hit their peak just as Sky were coming into footy. If Sky had come in the eighties, what would we be like now? Yeah. You know what I mean? United, and that's why a lot of United fans now can't stand it, can they? Because yeah. they've obviously just been spoiled, really, as fans for twenty years under Fergie. Well, Liverpool were like, weren't they? Liverpool yeah. had that, yeah. and then all of a sudden they, they weren't winning, so they become bitter. Because when I was a kid and we were winning the league, and they were, it wasn't as I still like take the Mickey because that's what they do, don't they, yeah. or whatever. But it was never as nasty as it got. And it got nasty because they couldn't handle not being the best. And United. They're doing it now because yeah. they've had that sustained pressure. Years ago, it was about building a football team, and there was no social media, so people got. Our Kendall wouldn't last now. Yeah, yeah, he wouldn't. Same yeah. with Fergie, though. Fergie Fer- Alex Ferguson wouldn't last. Sack. Yeah, he was getting sacked every round yeah. of that FA Cup. Mark Robbins scores a Forest. Yeah, spawny goal. He get battered. He scores a spawny goal. He's getting sacked the next round. He win that the next, and then he ends up Lee Martin, who you know. Yeah, yeah. That's said about yeah. him the better, yeah. but yeah. he scores the winner and, and next one off they go and we had it with Kendall and you know it, it's it is it's horrible, isn't it? It's horrible. But you're part of it, but it's horrible, isn't it? And there's no right or wrong. Well, no, there is a right. Just be civil. Like disagree, but yeah. just be have a little bit of respect for people, even if you think that if the opinions are rubbish. But you, you made a great point there about Twitter is only a small microcosm of it, isn't it? And yesterday at the ground, I would say. What uh, everyone was behind the team, weren't they? From the start they made, start to finish. You know, there was no, you know, there certainly wasn't, you know, visibly any sort of like, you know, we don't want to even win this game there. So everyone wanted to win the game. Listen, look at you know, look at the Gladys Street when Sigurdsson puts yeah, it in. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, that that brilliant. to me tells you everything you need to know. A team who aren't behind the fans who aren't generally behind the manager or the team don't yeah. celebrate. Like Everton celebrated goal like it's the first time you've ever seen a goal, yeah. don't we? No matter what it is. You Love know, that no about one. the club when you oh, see that. Incredible, Love isn't that. it? And that's, yeah. that's what drives us forward. Sorry, it's a great contrast. I remember being at Newcastle at home when Allardyce was manager. We won 1-0 and within about 10-15 minutes to go people were leaving Yeah, because no one was behind the manager. One we shot, one shot on target. Yeah. Yeah. One yeah. It was terrible to watch. Yeah. I went after work and I was sat there thinking, we're winning 1 0, I would have rather stayed in work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that sounds good. And then do our three games in Rallardyce where we had two shots on target or something like yeah, that. Yeah, there was a thing on yeah, Twitter, I mean, wasn't every time like, like a klaxon where they shot on target? Like there was an applause, wasn't there? Yeah, applause at one game. There was, wasn't there? Like there was a cheer, wasn't there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is terrible, isn't it? It's but awful. Yeah. That's what the fans. That's yeah. what he made. That wasn't fans. that long ago, was it? You know what I mean? So, yeah, at least and look, the like, end of last season has said expectations. Though we're still there, we're difficult. Yeah. We're having a football club. We have expectations. So, everyone's well, most people's opinions on Allardyce was he should be nowhere near our club. Yeah, and yeah. that was that was the, the yeah. way it was, wasn't it? It's it's tough, isn't it? We we all want to win, and yeah. That's the way it is, isn't it? And, and some people have different ideas of the other, but like you say, it's you disagree all you want, but at least be respectful of better we're better than abusing each other on yeah, social yeah. media, surely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And absolutely spot on. It's a, it's a good place to take our final break and we'll be back in there in thirty seconds. <laughs> Great goal. Thank Great you. goal. Could Great you say team. that this is for Brazilian TV? <laughs> Come here. Come here. I love this boy. I've loved him from the first time I saw him on the pitch. He's so little, and yet he still does things with the ball. He's defending 
he's up, he's in the middle, and that's what Evertonians love more than anything. Thank and you. by the way, thanks so much. Great goal. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Well done. Thank well you. done. Thank you. Welcome back to the final part of this week's Unholy Trinity podcast. And now we're going to look ahead to the weekend sip to Brighton. And Brighton are a bit of a maybe a slightly more expansive side this season, would we say, than they were last season under under a new manager. You were saying that, Paz, on your Potter. Yeah. Mm. That, I like that Mo. Is it Mo Pye up front? He looks yeah, a good player, doesn't he? Pye, yeah, yeah. He, he's definitely given him a bit more yeah. of an edge up front as well. They've got and that lad who, who um, is it Connolly? He played brilliant the other day. Well, Connolly yeah. against Spurs. Yeah, he's got two didn't he on his debut. Yeah, and... I don't think it'll be. Well, we, our, our record there is not great, anyway, is it? Yeah. Our record at Brighton in general is yeah. crap. Yeah. I remember from being a kid, I was going. Graham Sharp made his debut there when I was. Seven or eight, and we got we lost, and we just the Goldstone Ground for yeah. you older people listening, um, <laughs> and all that you know. And I remember us winning there too. One, it's on YouTube actually, got an all by Kit Eight, and it's gone. Remember that because just saying to you that yeah. and she's my one of my heroes. And but other than that, we've not we've not won down there very often. So certainly since they come back up, we've had a, a, a draw and a defeat, and it's been pretty poor. But they are different now. That was. That was um, under Chris Shooting's nine at the back and Glenn Murray up front and we weren't great. So Graham Potter's tried to change it. They've had a, had a couple of good wins. He won three nil at Watford early doors, didn't he? And it'll be a more open game and that'll suit Everton, to be honest. We, we struggle against teams that don't want to play generally. So I think it'll suit us a little bit more. Well, they've only, they've only that Spurs game is the only home win they've had this season. Thanks for that. So um, <laughs> <laughs> that's filled us with confidence. No, but generally, I think you know people said they've had a decent start. I think at home, they, I don't know, Spurs are obviously absolutely dire at the minute. Anyway, we're mm. playing them after that, aren't we? So yeah, that's, yeah. that's what we can get, finally get a decent result against them. We're overdue one, but they've not won an away game since January, by the way. Tottenham. Just, yeah. just if Coming we're going, to if we're going down yeah. that route yeah. of depressing ourselves, yeah. then there uh, yeah. But no, but look, first, firstly, look, we said it before. I hope he starts with the same team. If everyone's fit, I hope he starts with the same team, and, and, and let's have let's have another go. Like you said, they're going to come on to us. Hopefully, that'll play into our hands. You know, key again, West Ham scoring first. I think that, that, that gives the players a massive lift, doesn't it? Mm. Um, I think you know, speaking to three, do you think he will start with that same that same team, or do you think he'll change it up again? That's the conundrum, isn't it? I don't. I hope he will, but I, I guess he's a very. This is a stupid thing to say. He's a very tactical manager, isn't he, Marco Silva? So if he makes any changes, you might think it's because he's had a look at how Brighton are going to shape up. Because um, they played with the diamond against Villa. Uh, they've got that Leandro Trossard, haven't they? Mm, Eric Martin, yeah, I'm look yeah, at. I like. Yeah, I like yeah, the look good player. Really yeah, good, good player. player. Yeah. Uh, but they didn't start with any wide players against Villa. Um, they pulled Aaron Moy in, who got red carded, so he won't play against us. He'll be suspended. He's um, not a bad little football player. Yeah. But they've got a bit of versatility, Brighton. They're not a one-trick pony, mm. you know, like. I like um, was it Potter mm. yeah I like, to, I like to think though that Marco Silva remains quite brave and he does stick with it the side and start and against, against West Ham you, you, you said already how, how well we played and I'd like to think we go down there and we you know we take the game soon we go up there with the same attitude and same commitment and we attack the game the same way we did against West Ham you know the, the players who've come in Sadibi should be keeping his place there should be no question there Davis and Gomez in, in the midfield work very well. Iwobi as this this ten or false ten, if you like that, that front three interchanging. Walcott, you know, let, let's let's play players on form and not on reputations or name. That's that's what we need to be doing. And Silva needs to show that more and more that he is 
he's been last time that he's not very flexible and he's stubborn well let's 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 remain flexible and let's play players based on how well we're playing totally agree I think with Charleston, um certainly we played him at home game a right run around didn't it yeah. was it Duffy he knocked it Duffy, down yeah. yeah he absolutely ruined him there didn't he mm. he scored that, that goal in the first half didn't he as well we, we the break away from the front yeah. yeah it was a zoom at the head of the ball he didn't see Sigurdsson and we went down the left hand side and what, what a goal that was and I think he's due a goal. I think he's, you know, and we need him to start scoring, don't we? Because by far, for me, he's our biggest goal threat. Mm-hmm. His movement in the box, he's, you know, and we need him to start scoring, don't we? And you know, what better time to get try and get try and try and bag this weekend? Because I think if he starts scoring and get up to double figures again, that completely changes the outlook for us as well. I think he, he is, as I said, naturally our, you know, our best mover off the ball in the box. He's always looking, and he's not bad in the air either, is he? That's good. Sure, demonstrated mean? that against Wolves, didn't he? He's got that good ability. And Lincoln, mm-hmm. yeah, good. And I, I know what you're saying, uh, Peter, about the tactical side of it. But I, I think we're at a stage where it's Brighton, you know, and, and we need to. <laughs> no, I don't mean that disrespectfully, but I mean we're if we're a brave team, which Marco Silva said we were gonna be, and we kind of were, and then he's gone safe this year, and we're worried about his job. I, I think we played well enough against West Ham to be brave and to say, listen, these are open, we're open, let's go and mix it with them. And I think the other thing, what we have to do is, in my my belief anyway, is that we've got to get to a situation where getting picked means something. Mm. So you, I pick you three and two mm. of you put it in and, and you, I'm going to point at you because you wanted the tactical change. <laughs> no, but I mean, you, all the three, you played well, you keep your shirt, it doesn't matter who's sat there, you've played well and we've won, so you keep your shirt so that means that it motivates we talked about Gilfie coming off the bench against West Ham and banging one in well 10 minutes and scoring a goal for me doesn't mean you play next week because Iwobi was still better his numbers are better we work better as a three if it doesn't work this weekend then it's justified against Spurs to go well didn't play well or Watford it'll be in the cup you didn't play well last week we've got a big game a different test now I'm going to change it I think if he goes into next week and goes right Snyderland's available you're playing Gilfie scored you're back in yeah. I think A the fans are going to go right you're just making it harder for yourself you've yeah. won a game kept a clean sheet and you're changing it for no reason I just think we have to move away from that I think you create competition by knowing that if you play well enough you manage to keep the shirt Silva said that himself didn't he he said he wants two players for every position he mm. said that he wants them pushing each other don't you? you know I mean look at Dean I mean obviously Baines like you said I, I've loved Leighton Baines he's mm. obviously not the player he was but you know, Dean, you knew he had to get get in ahead of him, yeah. and he's and he's gotten ahead of him, and he's kept and he's he kept it, there, yeah, 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 and he's and he's obviously kept it at high levels. And Baines didn't get a look in, yeah. and the same should be for Sadibi now. Coleman should be thinking, right, I've got to get to that level now. Yeah. I've got to get up there now to be able to push himself back in. And knowing Seamus, he probably will yeah, try and force him. Yeah, you know I mean, he's not the type of player that that's not like, likely to be like that. But like, I hope we go there and we just like you said, it's bright and we should go there and really just like look, this is this is us, this is how we play, and just just have a go, have a go. You know, fans like you said, if if he plays that team and we have a right go and we, we end up losing to a f- spawny bloody fluke or whatever, then fair enough. You can turn around and go, you know what? At least he's tried to do it. If he goes there and reverts the type, and then we go, we, we have that sort of slow stop start play all the time. Schneider, like you said, Schneider playing, then you are, you are right. It's almost making him indefensible, then, isn't it? Generally. If if we won, he could defend it. But if we didn't, well, well, that's it. I was going to say, I don't think he can win. Can he? You know, yeah, I don't think for a minute, for any minute, Marco Silva's going to go into. Uh, training next week and say you know what lads let's slow it all down now yeah. for Brighton yeah. we'll get Schneidlin yeah. in nice and slow with the passing side yeah. to side <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah exactly you yeah. Know important Andre your drop so <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, the, yeah. the players though obviously we've got a, a real big and important game against Wofford a few days after 
the players have got to say that as well. Okay, I want to be on that side on Tuesday, so I, I want to make sure that I keep my place. None of this take one eye off the game because you're playing on Tuesday. Put it in. Every game has got to mean something. And, and for me, we're, we're still in with the shout again at top six. Mm-hmm. It's early on in the season. The way we played against West Ham, if you can put a, a, a run of games together where we're picking up points and, and what have you, then we're in with the shout. The gap's not that big at all. Is it five points or something like that? So that's five points or four. Or four, yeah. yeah. So when all the stats change when suddenly you win a game, isn't it? It is, it's amazing. Yeah. Well, the next four yeah. are what Spurs, Brighton, Spurs, Norwich, and Southampton yeah. are the next four games. And the yeah. form Spurs are in. So, so you know, yeah. we could say you know, <laughs> Sunnyside view, we could say yeah. 12, 10, 12 points, yeah. and then everyone would be going, My god, they're on they're in the a chance of the top three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then we play Liverpool, Arsenal. But by that time, if you're winning games, then yeah. all of a sudden Chelsea, Arsenal, United are just like it's we, it's can, mentality, we yeah. can beat these as yeah. well, like they did last year, yeah. where there's we lose your, I know what you're saying with the not winning, but you can win. You can just mm. play the same team. Then no Everton fan can get on his case. No Everton fan can go if he picks that same team and go, yeah. shouldn't yeah. be playing him, because it'd be like, why? We yeah. just won. Why yeah. not? Maybe, maybe I'm being naive, but I just, I think, does that, is that the way modern football works now? I mean, surely coaches look who, who we've got next week and how do I need to tweak it? And, you know, this is why I chose Walcott for West Ham, but I'm going to put Charleston there and go with Calvert-Loon up front for this reason. Because he does rotate, doesn't he, Mark? Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're not naive, yeah. but yeah. the yeah. argument to that would be, well, why did he think it was the same, it was okay to play the same team when we lost four on the run? When it wasn't working, so that's what I know. What you say, you're right. You're you're absolutely right. You have to look at everything. You look at red zones. This player might be fully fit. Blah de blah de blah. But I would like to think that if everything's equal. Mm. We would go with what we went with yesterday because it works so much. He'd be to me. He'd be stupid to change it. Yeah. He really would because if he changes that, Everton lose. He's back to square one. It's the best we played all season. Exactly, and the fans yeah. will go. Why have you changed that? And then that. What we said before, all start again. Allardyce will pop up, won't we? On Talk Sport. I wouldn't have done that, you know. Yeah. And all it had the kept 17 cleans <laughs> and all of that nonsense and all his mates, you know, Charlie Nicholas and all oh, them. Love him, don't we? Giving the digs yeah. in and Mason, you know, I don't know who this fella is. Richie Keys. Keys will be Raffer will be, you know. <laughs> and, all, and it all starts again. Whereas if he plays the same team, it's harder for anyone to have a pop on him, really. Because then you'd go, it was Brighton. So why should he be bringing Snidlin in and, you know, three centre-backs? If he went, like, three centre-backs and went, well, I'm doing it this way, that's up to him, isn't it? But I just think, for me, let people try and get a little bit of rhythm going and play the same team and see how it plays out. And you, you can always tweak it if it's not working at half-time. Yeah, because yeah, the, bench, you know, the bench is not bad, is it? You know I mean? We've got players that can come on and change it. You know, like Singleton, like Keane, you know, he's mm. obviously an unknown, unknown quantity and he's obviously got talent. So I love Keane to play, but... Yeah. Yeah. I, could, I couldn't sit here and say to you, well, you should play Keane because Richarlison played so well mm-hmm. and, it, and it worked as a three. Yeah. So it's, I wouldn't want to, I'd just think, let them go again. It looked that good and you just hit the nail on the head, Peter. It was the best we played all season. But, yeah. but he's got no reason to change it. Yeah, what do you reckon predictions wise, mate? Um, I, think, I, think we're going, I think we are going to go there and get a win. I think that Brighton are slightly. Staying a test, should, uh, should I say, in terms of attacking, but I think Everton, I think clean sheets again. I'm going to go 1 0. What a comfortable 1 0. A 1 0, like, you know, we've had 73 shots. <laughs> 59 on target, and then we've got 1. I think 1 0. He's bagging for you. Charles, I think it's Charles, of course. Playing play sensible, he's, he's a different animal there for me. He's, he's in the right place at the right time, and I think he'll, he'll yeah. bag. Pete, I'm going to go 3 1. Everton. Oh, yeah. oh, what a result. <laughs> 
Imagine that. Who's going for just that. I'm going to say two for Wobi. Oh yeah. I want one for Richarlison. Yeah. You just calling for Wobi to be well, strong. Well, like I like I I text you half time. So I'd be more than happy for Alexi Wobi to prove me wrong. Yeah. No, I I think um I think we'll with if we can play the same team like you were just saying there. I think Richarlison's due a goal. I think Mina. Based on our scale, yeah, he's there. Based on our scale, <laughs> every week it's getting closer. This will have one week. He'll, 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 he'll score from a set piece in a corner. I think Richards will score. I think we'll win. Um, I think it'll be three now. That's what I think. The hell one, one win you get. Hold on, you've been predicting when we lose in a couple of weeks ago, mate. Yeah, but I, I was, at least I was honest. Yeah, at least I was honest. Oh, I don't like predicting. I don't. It never works. You, you Seven nil to Brighton. In the hope that Everton win eight nil. Um, Listen, if he plays the same team, I, I think we were more than capable of beating them. Well, pretty nice. 2 1. 2 1 ever. I think it'd be tight just because we're not great at killing teams off. And I'd love to be massively, I'd love us to win 5 0. Yeah. And Alex will be at 4 or something more. <laughs> Walcock at 5 would be made up. But no, I, I think a narrow win. Yeah. Because I think confidence is a big thing. And I think yeah. if he leaves the team, I think the fans will respond. And the players will respond, yeah. and I think it makes you right, like the likes of Coleman and that sitting there thinking, "I want to get back in here. Mm. How do I get back in?" And, and the training goes up a level. Whereas, if you've played and then someone comes in and he's like, "He's back again now. You're out the team, even though you've yeah. played well." You must start thinking, "No matter what I do here, I'll never keep me place because he's his favourite or yeah. he's his favourite." So I think it'd do everyone the world the good to keep the same team and us to win. He's scored thirteen him. points. Richardson, yeah. You did this prediction for me, man. <laughs> and I've solved it. What's wrong to say, Lee? Always put a, put a bet on the score. The score is yeah, Mina, 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 and uh, Luca Dean with a free kick. Free kick, top bin, top bin. Duffy right through the back of the Seattle. I mean, <laughs> two, two set pieces will score because we don't ever score them. But uh, no, a win doesn't matter. Yeah. How we win it exactly, mate. Well, it is open that we can make it two and two. Baz, thanks for coming down, mate. A few yeah, mate, yeah, boys. Appreciate it, yeah. And we'll be back next week after we're going to review the Brighton game. Hopefully, another win for the Blues. And look ahead to another busy week where we've got the, the League Cup, the Carabao Cup, slash Coca Cola, slash Worthington, slash Milk. Against the Snake Boys. The Snake, the snake Boys. <laughs> the Silver Derby. Yeah. The Snake Boys. <laughs> snake Boys are in town. More, more plasty snakes than fans. And then we're going to look ahead to the Tottenham game at the following weekend. So we'll catch you then. The Unholy Trinity Podcast. Three blues. Three opinions. One Everton Podcast. Sports Social Podcast Network.